Hey guys, uh, this is a spoiler alert. There will be spoilers on this episode. Uh, tune in here, Last Jedi, with Laurie Chester, producer Phil, and myself. Here it is. Remember, spoilers. If you have not seen Last Jedi, go watch it right now and then come right back. Here it is. Welcome to the Horrible Movie Podcast, a studio DNA podcast. We're available on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at thehorriblemoviepodcast.com. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. You can become a patron of our show and the Studio DNA Network by going to patreon.com slash studio DNA to find out more. Now, here's the show. everybody welcome to the horror movie podcast my name is jack thanks for tuning in and listening to the horror movie podcast it's our robot friend rob the robot and um we have today on the show one of the all-time greatest guests we've ever had on the show you say that every time best, and it makes me feel cheap best da- <laughs> best you say that's all the girls best dancer Seriously. best dancer on the show um yeah best um you're going to say Phil, aren't you, man? Oh, no. I was getting my hopes he's up. He's always here. <laughs> um, he's like an old shoe. He's like an old old shoe over the over the power line. You're like, oh, look at that shoe. It's, that's Phil. That's Bruce. I'm just joking. Oh. This is really going bad. Um, Laurie Chester in the house. Laurie, hey. welcome. Um, producer Phil's also here as well. I'm the usual wife. You are here. My, Phil, you do a great job. Oh, Don't let you. anyone tell you differently. Thank you. You work so hard. Um, Phil is the mastermind behind all the production for the entire Studio DNA network. I like it. It's fun. Phil, we have a new website designed by Jared Chester. Arguably the best looking website on the internet right now. All of his are. It he is, it does, does a great I was, I was not. Job. I was only half joking when I said that. It, it actually looks really, really good. Studio DNA dot media. That's it. It's studio DNA dot media. You go over there. You check it out. It is one of the slickest, most beautiful, tasty, and delicious websites you've ever seen. Designed by Jared Chester. It's very clear. It's very easy to navigate. And um, one thing that I didn't know, I didn't even know about our own website until a couple days ago, is you can listen live when any of our shows go live on the website, like you don't even have to go to Spreaker. Of course you want to go to Spreaker if you want to participate in the chat and watch the chat, you know, go along and stuff during the show. But if you just want to just tune in and just listen to the show live, you, you can actually just go to our website, studiodna.media and listen to the show live as we're producing it. It's pretty cool. It is a uh, wonderful thing. Jared does such a good job on websites. Um, I know uh, Danae Hughes had a lot, a lot of input on that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are the benefactors of that uh, awesome technology uh, over here at Studio DNA with a lot of great podcasts, and like I said, we're part of that network. Uh, today on the Horrible Movie Podcast, Laurie Chester, already did introductions, didn't I? And you and me and 
producer Phil almost said Dr. Phil. He's here. Dr. Phil McGraw's here. <laughs> it's not about you. Anyway, that's my Dr. Phil impression. Um, we're going to talk about Star Wars, semicolon, The Last Jedi. Okay? This is a discussion, folks. Normally on this show, we will take a movie, i.e. The Room, or Chopping Mall, or something hideous, and we will talk very, very critically about it nonstop. This, however, is more along the lines of a nice discussion. We did this with Justice League uh, about a month and a half ago. Sometimes on a bigger release, this is what we like to do. We wanted to give everybody plenty of room to go see it before we really talked about it. Because we are going to talk about some spoilers. So if you've not seen The Last Jedi yet, um, you need to go check it out. Or just go online and do like I do every time a movie comes out and read the Wikipedia. And uh, just spoil it for yourself. (laughs) I don't really care about spoilers. I'm the opposite Uh, of Aaron Dicer. Aaron Dicer is a huge no-spoilers pledge guy. No frames. Not going to see any previews. I want to see as much information as possible. I want to know if I really even care to see this thing. So I, I want it spoiled. No, I'm not a spoiler. I want to see spoils. I want to see the spoils for my life. I want to see a video Spoilers. footage of everything the rest of my life. Every I want everything spoiled. I want to see, want oh, spoiled. look, 2000, whatever year. That Oh, that's where Jack dies. Every time you say Give spoilers, me. it makes me think of River Song. Yeah, oh, Doctor Who. She's a spoiler. because yeah, she's always like, spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah. So um, we talked about Star Wars a little bit in the pre-show. Folks, you can go check us out on Spreaker. Uh, this is Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA, and you can listen to our, our live chat wh- while, we re- while we're recording. Um, if you're listening to this and you downloaded it, you can't go on there and listen to us live now because you're listening to a pre-recorded thing. If you downloaded this, <laughs> so it, we're you, not still there talking. Yeah, but you can now. Now next time, um, we'll 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 post things online. You can go on there and uh, sign up for Spreaker, and uh, you'll you'll get the uh, notifications that we're coming on. And patrons always get those feed, those uh, epi- extra episodes anyway. So the pre-show, mm-hmm. all the pre-show stuff that we did, it's not in the feed that you're listening to now. If you're just listening to the World Movie Podcast main feed, uh, you can get that. That those pre-shows, all the fun stuff that we talk about. We had a lot of laughter and a lot of fun that you can get. It's only $3 a month. There you go. Yeah. Um, we um, This episode, like you know, is free because you downloaded it. Um, one thing that's coming up, this is episode technically, what, 97? Our 100th episode is coming up, and we're going to do a live show. If you are in or around the Midwest, around Springfield, Missouri, um, we're going to be in uh, doing a live show uh, in uh, Republic, Missouri. Live uh, show with an audience. With an audience. And you can come be part of that audience absolutely free. There'll be some food that night. Uh, we're going to talk about Boggy Creek 2. That's going to be great. The Legend Continues. One of my <laughs> favorite uh, horrible movies ever. Um, we're going to have a lot of great guests. I've already gotten some um, awesome audio from some of our past guests that um, that we're going to play that night. Very special um, 100th episode stuff. And um, it's going to be for a good cause. The only, I will say this, it's totally free, but the only admission is a charitable good, um, either in the form of canned good or a baby item. Uh, Diaper. Diaper. Diapers or wipes. Diapers or wipes and then canned goods. Okay, so if you're listening to this, you want to come to the live show, Republic, Missouri, it's 7 p.m. on January 27th, uh, email me, and I can tell you the exact address of it. And uh, I'll put a thing out, I'll, I'll put a bunch of stuff out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, we're on both of them. On Twitter at One Horrible Movie and on Facebook, just go to the Horror Movie Podcast. And uh, 
Yeah, it's awesome stuff. We'd love to meet you after the show. If you're a, a normal chatter with us or whatever, just say hi. Hey, I'm so and so in the chat. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah we, we we'd love to see you face to face. So what in live music also, right? Um, yes. And then um, we are we're gonna have live music. Laurie and my wife Amanda are actually gonna play three or four cover songs, Sweet. acoustic cover songs. We're talking about like a movie theme on the cover songs. So check it out. It's going to be good stuff. Cool. Uh, the two most talented women that I've ever been around in my life. Mm. I'm serious when I say that. I mean, I'm, I'm You're not. You're setting the bar too high. Now they're going to no, go like. No, good hey. Lord. Good Lord. <laughs> Settle now. You, you also say that to all the girls. So. Yeah, you say that. Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> I used to. <laughs> I can't say that anymore. So um, last thing, last little, uh, little morsel nugget here. Guys, folks, go on to iTunes. Rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. I know it's a minor thing, but please rate and review us. Give us five stars. I hate to beg for that, but give us five stars. Rate and review it. It helps us out a lot. Like it's a, it's a good thing to have more reviews on. We need some more reviews on there. We've got a lot of cool stuff coming up. Live show. We're going to be at Planet Comic Con in Kansas City coming up um, as well. Um, we're going to talk about Batman and Robin, which is a great movie to talk about uh, at a comic book convention. So um, without further ado, you have that clock up, Phil? Oh, yeah. Um, just so I can see it. Um so without further ado, real quick, uh, The Last Jedi. Time for some deets. The details of the movie. Uh, the Last Jedi, directed by Ryan Johnson. Man, they drew straws. J.J. Abrams drew the longer straw, and he got to do two of these, I guess. And Ryan got to find some way to steer the car down the highway and not wreck it into the <laughs> um, uh, curb, I guess. Uh, produced by Kathleen Kennedy and Ram Bergman. Ram Bergman. His name's Ram. He needs a good introduction. <laughs> Written by Ryan Johnson, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, based on uh, George Lucas's creations, his little creations. Uh, Mark um, Mark uh, Hamill reprises his role. Carrie Fisher, Adam Driver. Great name. Adam or Daisy Ridley. Um, Adam Driver driving da- driving Miss Daisy. Ridley. Oh, I never thought about that. Um, John Boyega replies his role as Finn. <laughs> Oscar Isaac, who's really talented. Andy Circus, um, who plays Snoke, who is uh, Andy Circus plays Schmeagel, plays Gollum, and um, among and, other and things. And Caesar in the Apes movies. And, Claw, yeah. and uh, what's his face? Claw from the Black Panther movie. Um, uh, Lupita um, Nyango, I always say that wrong. Donald um, Gleason, Anth- Anthony Daniels, who's C3PO. Gwendolyn Christie, who, man, is Captain Phasma, and they totally didn't give her anything in this movie. Yeah, I agree. What the heck? Yeah, I, I wanted she to see more She's so from her. great in Game of Thrones. She's so great in Game of Thrones. And they just completely, oh. <laughs> that, that, that's one of my biggest problems. Anyway, um, Laura Dern, who was just not great for me in this one, uh, Benicio Del Toro, and um, a cast of thousands. And droids and CGI people and everybody else. Music by John Williams. Can't go wrong there. And um, it's obviously owned by Walt Disney now. Release date in the U.S. was December 15th, 2017. Um, longer movie. Could have probably been a little bit longer even. Budget was $200 million And they made a paltry $1.2 billion. Six times over. So again, we're going to talk about this movie critically. Um, but this at times but it really is more a discussion we we love star wars we are big star wars fans um but we're, so today we are the horrible comma movie podcast we're a really bad movie podcast we're just not very good at this i don't, guess don't sell yourself short here we're a horrible <laughs> movie podcast 
Um, all right, so 30-second synopsis. We're going to tag team this uh, thing today. I about said something bad. We're going to tag team this thing, and uh, we are going to do this. You ready for this? You got the first 15 seconds? No, no, you're taking the first. I've I'm got the first the 15 yeah. seconds, and you've got the last 15 seconds. Yes, yes. Are you ready for some fun? Uh-huh. I said, are you ready for some fun? Woo! <laughs> Holy Lord. Where's the Tylenol? All right, ready and go. I just put it on 15 seconds. I got to reset it. <laughs> 30 seconds synopsis. And ready. You're starting. And oh. me and go. Um, yeah, Star Wars. Uh, we got a big battle between the Rebel Alliance. Not anymore. We've got some awesome stuff going on. Um, not, not enough Phasma in this movie. Uh, we've got Princess Leia who can fly in the air and hover over everybody. Uh, we've got them going to a casino. Go. Okay, so there's like three <laughs> things going on at once. Like... Um, they're trying to run from the very slowly run away from yeah. them and and not get you know obliterated in the sky and then what? <laughs> yeah. We're, hey, awful. folks, let's Luke listen Skywalker, in. Luke Skywalker like force yeah. force visions in and then mm-hmm. distracts them while they all. He's escape. an avatar. <laughs> No, I, I see you. I see you, Jake. What's the word's name is Jake Sully. I was saying, like Finn when, and Rose are off on their mission. When and- we come back, we're going to talk about this movie uh, in its full length. See you in a second. And let's talk a little bit right now about the plot of this movie. Okay, we butchered the 30 seconds <laughs> office. The idea, anyone that tells you you can have two people do a 30 seconds synopsis <laughs> has never attempted no. has never attempted to do no. a 30 seconds synopsis. <laughs> Might be the worst idea I've ever had and the worst 30 seconds synopsis that ever happened. Other than the one time I had Miller do it for what movie was that? I can't even remember. And he was like he was like, "Okay, uh okay, what what happened, dad? What happened?" <laughs> anyway, so um, the Horrible Movie Podcast, we talk about movies critically. On this one, we are just going to, we're going to discuss this movie, and there are some things I'm going to be very critical about. Because well, we don't want any riots, so we're not, <laughs> right. not going to go too far. Even though, you know, no uh, pop, uh, popular stuff, um, you know, any anytime any reaction maybe is good publicity for this. Um, this is definitely, I'll, I'll, I'll respond to someone in the live chat here, this is definitely not my least favorite Star Wars movie. Not, not Phantom Menace is by far my least favorite Star Wars movie. It left me with so many questions of is is this is this it? Is this how this is gonna go from now on? <laughs> is that the one with Jar Jar Beans? Yes, Jar Jar. And and just the brooding and Anakin. Baby Anakin. Oh, and this, baby. then when the he got older, game. like George Lucas, they when they cast uh, when they cast um baby Anakin, Jake Lloyd, who's in one of my favorite Christmas movies, Jingle All the Way. Um, as the kid who's he's bad in that too. Um, he's in he's Anakin, baby Anakin, and then they cast Hayden Christensen, and he was just as broody. Yeah, he was a bad cast. Uh, I I actually preferred the little boy over older Anakin. Oh really? I really did. Are you ready for older Anakin? What older Anakin was in? He was in Looper. I liked Looper. That's Wasn't a good he in Looper? movie. That's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen? Looper, he's in Phil? Looper. That that mm-hmm. has Samuel yeah, L. Jackson in it, right? Oh, so good. Yeah. He's in Looper, and um, um, and Ryan Johnson directed Looper. Oh, I never made that connection. Did I say that wrong? That, yeah, no. No, yeah, I said I it wrong. I'm sorry, folks. Please don't, please don't tar and feather me. It? What am I thinking of? I don't know what you're thinking of. What's the one that Hayden Christensen's in? That's got uh, Levitt in it. What's his name? Oh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, never mind. I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. What movie was he That's in? That's why I I'm Looper. thinking of Looper. Okay, rewind. Sorry, folks. Looper was good. Mm, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's good. He mm, is solid. Yeah. 
Yeah. Sorry, folks. Sorry, friends. You're thinking of Jumper. Jumper. Looper, Jumper. Sorry. Okay. Looper. Better than Jumper. <laughs> Ask Lori about her feelings for Mark Hamill. What do you think about Mark Hamill? I don't know if I need to go on my Mark Hamill rant right now. I'm going to try to tame it down. I, I, as a person, I like Mark Hamill. He is my least favorite thing about Star Wars. Wow. In, like, I like Jar Jar Binks better. I like both <laughs> Anakin, baby Anakin and older Anakin. What? I love, like, you know, Ewoks. I, Mark Hamill is my least favorite thing about what Star Wars. About, okay, what? So you're, if you're I could take about... one thing out of Star Wars, it would be Mark Hamill. It'd be Luke Skywalker? That's awful. I know. Like, like his character as Luke Skywalker and just, I was... Okay, so you're talking about episode four, five, six, everything that he's been everything, in. everything, really, wow. everything, okay. especially episode four, five, six. Now in this okay. one, well, now in this one, this I would say was his best performance so far. Yeah, like they did well with him. He you, had a good role. I liked his role. You think he was? He didn't just like he didn't ruin it. You think he, he was vanilla and, and that's, kind of? That's saying a lot for me. Like he did not. Ruin was he too it flavorless in this? I was three? very worried that he was going to ruin this movie for me because I was wow. like, oh, they're gonna... because like in in um in the Force Awakens when they had him at the end, I was like, there's a reason he's only in there for oh, that one scene, oh, wow. and he doesn't say anything. <laughs> I have never heard anyone <laughs> in my awful. life say this. I know. I'm I didn't know that. I didn't know You're that. You're fine. It's I okay. I like. I was telling one of my good friends that I work with. Her name's Amanda. Also. I was telling her about my my feelings toward Mark Hamill, and she's like, knowing you, that's really surprising because I'm a generally nice person. There are not many people that I don't like. <laughs> what, well, here's what I will say about um, Luke Skywalker. I don't, I don't know many kids that are like, I want a Luke Skywalker shirt. Right. What do they want? Uh, Han Solo or... Or... Vader. They want a Vader, Vader shirt. Vader. They want a Vader Even shirt. An- if I were going to go to wrestling, because wrestling, I'm a big... I, I like wrestling, and I like the psychology behind pro wrestling... And I like Greco-Roman wrestling, which is real. But fake wrestling, I like because of there are good guys and bad guys. But as a good guy, Luke Skywalker's character, Mark Hamill, as Luke Skywalker, is what they d- describe as a baby face. Okay? A a white meat baby face. All good, all it's smiley. Hulk Hogan, very... Hulk Hogan, 1987, 1988. All good all the time. Take your vitamins, say your prayers, make your lightsabers. Um, got to save my dad from being a bad guy. <laughs> well, and Darth Vader is that moments. bad guy, is yeah, that heel, no. is that real bad. And so I could see why people think that way. So are you just, evil? I, is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, no, I am definitely light side. Um, but but um, in this movie... Um, <laughs> going, I'm reading the live chat. I'm so bad this, about, like I'll read the live chat folks on Spreaker totally and it off. cracks me. <laughs> the Jasmine in the live chat, two things, said that, that she didn't feel as involved uh, with The Last Jedi as she did with Phantom Menace. And I kind of understand. Yeah, I kind yeah, of get that. Yeah. Also, they needed to, she said they needed to take out those milk-producing oh things that on the island. That was disgusting. <laughs> that was disgusting. Oh, I love it. So anyway, <laughs> that, weird. Okay, so let's start Let's start this out. Let's start talk out because I, I, we could. Oh, but see. I want to throw this in. So like, yeah. um, my friend, uh, she watches the movie and she texted me and she said that line when, when Kylo Ren is like, aim all your guns at him and shoot him. She was like, I thought, in my head, Laurie wrote that line for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I didn't but then he just dusts it off. Yeah, yeah. Well, because it's not um, even there. No, it's not true. even there. He's an avatar. Um, so, check this out. Um, the Rebel Alliance, now called the Resistance. La Resistance. Viva la, Viva la Resistance. Are, they're trying to, um, they're trying to uh, escape from their base um, from the first movie. 
Because it's getting blown, it's getting blown up, and the and the bad guys have found the out whole where they're planet, at. Like, I'm assuming, I guess. Yeah. Who knows? They're trying to escape. They get everybody off the off the base. Uh, yeah, the the I mean, the original yeah. base gets blown to smithereens in the last movie. Poe po Dameron, who, who I almost just called Cameron Poe for some reason. <laughs> Poe Dameron is leading the charge. He does this weird, supposed to be funny dialogue back and forth with. Hux. I Did you it think was, it was funny? I, I thought it was kind of funny. I thought it was kind of clever. Yeah. You wouldn't in this realm, you're thinking of a phone call or being hell on hold. It's kind of so funny. So he's like, yeah, distracted. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's I, distracted. I like that part. Um that was good because it and, but then he goes completely all in trying to destroy with uh, all the bombs. Yeah, one of the Star Destroyer ships that's on there. I thought the, the bombing sequence was really great. Like it, it looked now, really good. I know people have issues with like the whole gravity thing or whatever with the bombs, uh, but like uh, I what about I, those bomber ships in general? What, weren't like you just kind of like death trap? Like yeah, they're sl- so slow. Yeah, like, oh yes. It's I guess they're supposed to mimic like a B fifty two type of. Situation, yeah, but why but, do they need that? Like why can't they just have a big ship that has that has payload that can carry all those things that can actually travel? Fast? Like, no fast. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like maybe they just can't travel. That's weird. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so he gets all those bombers blown up. Um, Princess Leia is like, Let's, we gotta get out of here. He's like, no, we've got to blow up more ships. Um, she ends up pulling rank, but he gets ever a bunch of people killed. Oh yeah. Um, now he's been he's been demoted from commander to captain, and um, they jump to light speed. The bad guys follow. Okay, the first order follows. The and then they realize resistance. that they can trace them through light yeah. speed. And that's that's a big reveal yeah. of like, okay, they can actually track us because no one's ever been able to do that before. Like, the characters themselves say that's impossible. Yeah, that I like done. speed travel all the time, and nobody can find me. But now, I'm scared. Yeah, you're in trouble. Yeah. Um, so The light speed cops will catch you, man. Yeah, you gotta get Benicio <laughs> Del Toro to help you. Um, so, check this out. Um, now, they've got to figure out a way to, to get on that ship. So, basically, Poe is going to then, they're going to rally the troops and um, start bombing them. Well, they get shot immediately by um, the First Order's people including Kylo Ren, but Kylo Ren doesn't pull the trigger on his because his mom is there. He, he, he's just not I really ready. liked that moment. Yeah. I did too. I did too. I, I really, pre- like, I didn't think he was going to, but in all the previews, they spin it so that She's, you know, you're yeah. thinking, you know, all these, they're kind of leading you to believe all did, these things did you that aren't actually even. Did you think that Princess Leia was going to die in that moment? No, I didn't. I you didn't? didn't? There was I at did. no point that I thought that she was going to die. See, I thought oh, really? she was. In that moment. I, I thought I, she was. I only thought she was a goner because of uh, Carrie Fisher having passed away in the last like right after filming was done she passed away so i was like you know what i don't know how many shots they got of her like how long how much was she on set her as her health was failing and stuff like that so i was thinking well that might that might be it like this might be the way that mm-hmm. carrie fisher yeah. as that yeah. character goes out but yeah she she didn't die now when she was now when she was floating outside the Ugh. ship for, for just a minute there i was like oh but then you know no. instantly it's like oh yeah yeah she's so fine. she's outside the ship Frozen in space. But he doesn't do it. That's a good point. Like he, that's He didn't do it. He didn't do it. One of the other minions pulls the trigger, blows her out into space. We think she's gone. No, no, no. She powers up and literally like she's on, like she's on stage in an off-Broadway play, connect the harness (laughs) in Peter Pan. That's what, that's what it looked like. That's what it looked like. It looked like uh, Peter Pan and the Lost Boys. It looked like, it looked like. uh, Harness. It looked like uh, Robin Williams as Pan in (laughs) Uh, now you can't move too much, hook. or hook. you'll yeah. or you'll go off center, so, and then you'll start so to fall the point other way. Forward, like you're climbing your Mount weight. Everest through the air. We're going to the moon, to the moon, and she flies back in with that fist raised. It looked so lame. They could have had her 
gather up force, just have her eyes open. Or the, have her, do the Iron Man thing. Like, I'll take that. Psh. Well, no. No, I just want to have her slowly, just like cl- maybe close her fists, Sit o- Indian open her style. eyes, open her eyes, and then clench her eyes and close her fists, and then she'll just slowly hover back into the ship. With her we legs crossed, like no, I don't need Namaste. Like, I just need us. I need her just to, I just need her to slowly work her way back in the ship. I don't need her to power way in because then when she got back to the ship, she was incapacitated. The only thing I can picture now is her crisscross applesauce just flying oh. to the <laughs> Exactly. Sorry, that's so gonna, she flies that's back. gonna be in the Spaceballs movie that they make. That, that which would be awesome, by the way. <laughs> I know, Brooks, right, right. Which I have one more left in them. Yeah. That is one of the, that's my least favorite part of the movie. My second least favorite part of the movie is the introduction of this next character. And it is, and folks, you may think she's a great actress, Vice Admiral Holdo. And she is played by Laura Dern. I think Laura Dern, from what I've read, is allegedly considered a pretty good actress. Her in this part, here's what I kept every time she would talk. I felt like I was seeing this. An actress playing a character in a sci-fi movie. And yes, I know, friends. She no actually duh. is an she actress. She is an actress playing, playing a character but in a sci-fi this movie. This is a Star Wars movie, and you have to emote as you're a, a, a com- in a command role in this movie. I felt like I was watching Ender's Game or some other cheap knockoff scenario that could, you know what I'm saying? that anyone could have done this. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they couldn't get Meryl Streep, and I think she probably would have done the same thing that Laura Dern did. Make it CGI. I'd rather have... <laughs> uh, I'd rather have um, anybody so on here. So do you here feel about that, that as I do, Mark Hamill? Yes. <laughs> Apparently. I didn't know you thought that way about Mark I know. Hamill. I'm, it's Speaking of Mark Hamill... They, they should have brought Jar Jar Binks back for that. He's like... <laughs> he, oh, that would have been... Me, me so ready to command the... I, <laughs> I would be like, makes sense. The resistance. Um, so next up, we go to, we go. Um, actually, rewind. Um, Holdo gets the command. Poe doesn't agree with this. Finn, BB-8, and Rose now are they're going. Rose is this new character they meet that Finn's actually trying to I re- escape. I really like their cute meet too. Yeah, it it's was great. it was good. It it's was great. good. Like she's so she's such a fan, and then she's like, oh no, you can't do that. Yeah, they track <laughs> turning you in now. They Shock figure you. out the tracking device situation. That they're smart, and so, but then they concoct this plan, and their plan involves them having to go. They talk to uh, Maz, uh, what's her name? Maz. Maz Kanata, and Maz Kanata is like, I can't help you, but there's this guy on Canto Bite, which is the Las Vegas of the of the you know of this universe, and he's there gambling. He's got this certain flower on his uh, shirt. So they got to go get him. He's got, and it's played by Justin Thoreau, by the way. So they had to go get him on this casino thing. I could have done without the casino thing. It did it seem was like long, this odd thrown in side story. But the end of the movie with getting the Viva la Resistance, um, really going back again, the rebel, the rebels again, was the children on this planet. Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? The slave children. Right, right. Um, it did have some important tie-ins, especially, you know, as they're battling at the end. and Yeah. Ray is on Octo with... Your buddy, Mark Your buddy. Hamill. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the creatures that were on? I thought it was very Octo. weird that they like. Well, besides the milking one, but the, the <laughs> with the caretakers, the caretakers like all of a sudden they show up. Yeah. 
And it's like they like, haven't been like they they haven't been there though. Like, did you notice that? Like, you no. don't see him at all until they've been, she's been there for a couple days. I was, I was confused like, by that too. Where she, have they been in their houses, like hiding? Like, and then all of a sudden they come out and they're like, "Hey, we've been here the whole sleep time." In the streets. Here like, we it go. seems like did he's you see alone. Many, did you see how many steps there were to climb up that mountain? Like, there was like it was like a. Um, Asian, you know, like a, a Tibetan, yeah, monk. like a ninja type movie, or whatever. Yeah. Where she has to climb like it was like Batman five, Begins, five, yeah, five hundred and fifty steps. She climbed all those steps. She, she didn't see any of them, right? Coming right, in. right. Like it's really weird. It seemed They're very abandoned until all of a sudden they all come out of their houses. Like, what are you what? doing, blowing stuff up? Okay, so they, and they were a different race than the Porg, right? They called them the caretakers. What? Yeah, the pork are these little birds that Chewbacca was eating. Yeah. Oh, was going to eat one. What do you think? I love he those. cooked them up and was going to eat the pork. Oh, I love those. Yeah, I think they're, I think they're super cute. They were ripping up yeah. the. They were they were kind of like the um 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 the what are they called on Star Trek, um tribbles. They were kind of like tribbles because they got oh. on they got onto the um, Millennium Falcon was ripping up the seat. I think I feel like that was kind of an, an homage to the tribbles huh, that just take over whatever they get on. Um, so we we see a little bit of Luke's life on the island. He gets this Ooh, green blue milk, milk out, oh. of, out of this <laughs> mammal creature. So much he's been uh, he drinks that, that for and how he, long? his look on his face is like, "Mmm, good. This is so good." <laughs> then he then he goes over and spears this huge honking. In my eyes, a pretty that, fake looking. Honestly, fish. honestly, yeah. When he comes back with that fish, I was like, "That really probably was the worst moment in the movie." He's for got me. an over shoulders and he's like, "Here we like, go." I was like, "That's a, a little corny." A cartoon fish. <laughs> That's a little corny. Anyway, now it's like a parody. He must have fed the whole crew. And all the people that were on the the other little creatures on the island. With <laughs> he was that. like, "This one's mine. What do you want for lunch, Ray?" <laughs> exactly. Um, we meet up. Uh, Kyler uh, Hux is in trouble because uh, Admiral Hux, General Hux, whatever his name is, because he let he's let the Rebel Alliance people leave, go. Snoke is just trying to beat him up. Kylo Ren comes in. Um, he's got some issues. He destroys his helmet because Snoke is like one of his fits. Take your child. Your your child. You're just a child with a. a a toy mask on or something like that. So then he destroys that mask mm-hmm. uh, and he's mad. Um, they had to get rid of the mask somehow though. Yeah. You know? My third cruddy part of the movie, like I said, was on Canto Bite at the casino thing. Um, they find this hacker named DJ, which he's, he's not a bad part. I just feel like the, it was really long, a weird part of the movie, the, the casino part. And a lot of people have said that, like if you watch online reviews and things like that, that, that part is one that people have kind of been like, meh. They, they brought in some interesting, like, um, moral dilemmas of, like, here's these rich, wealthy people that are making money off of the bad war, guys. But then it war. turns off it's it's not just the bad guys. It's It turns out it's, yeah. you know, the good and to, the bad guys. They're they have to get their equipment from somebody. Weapons and ships and everything to both sides. I, I appreciated that it was a view into a part of the galaxy that we don't usually see with Star Wars. Um, some of the extra um content like some of the games the star wars games or the books or whatever yes. go into like these very wealthy parts but that it's not typically what we see when we're kind of boots on the ground with star wars so right. to see them like infiltrating a casino versus like a cantina type of situation is very anti-cantina cantina right. or in or the desert. force the force awakens <laughs> maz Kanata's little you know rebel hideout or it's, whatever it's more like a it's it, this mo- is like the wealthy and to do and the, but then there's like this underground like this this seedy underbelly of like, um, let's face it, child labor um, that is basically making this thing happen. So I, I kind of I liked yeah. that part, but, um, but I agree that it was longer than it, it needed to be the sequence. Well, and at least it wasn't the uh, Senate, the Senate stuff from the first two movies where they're voting and we're having to watch bureaucracy at its best as Palpatine's working his way up through this weird. <laughs> not sure, more of like a law drama than anything really. 
then it was an action sci-fi movie. It w- it brought in some redeeming, like um, like some kind of you know they're saving all these animals and you know some of the kids maybe I don't know and and they're yeah, kind I, of getting that a, a, that revenge of yeah. you know stick it to the to the man yeah stick it to the man <laughs> that's what they did there uh, anyway. Uh, Davis Holzman in the chat said that he liked putting tokens into BB-8 like a slot machine. <laughs> that was that was pretty good. And then he used those tokens yeah, later as a yeah. weapon. Yeah. Uh, when we uh, when we come, we'll come I, right back. I thought that was a little unrealistic though. Like, how is he shooting those out? Does he have like some? You know, like all of a sudden he has coin shooters. Yeah. Like, anyway. When we come back, we'll uh, finish talking about the plot. Oh yeah. So um, the biggest thing um, I feel like. We went to the cantina, not the, the casino, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Star Wars. We got our hacker, and it was DJ, the hacker, and uh, the, uh, Mr. Robot, the hacker. And he um, is not, he's the—he's the, definitely the save-a-lot version. He's actually the thrift store version hacker that we were looking for. We were looking for the high-end <laughs> one. Store. We wanted a really good the one. The budget one. We've got the budget one, and he's below budget, actually. Yeah. Um, so he actually does hack them in, and they're able to get into the inner room on the ship. But Phasma, I guess, captures them and stops them. This is the only first time we see Phasma in the movie. In this movie, yeah. And she got a, the short end of the stick on the last movie, too. And they didn't let her do anything strong or powerful. And that that's egregious to me. I think she, she's not quite the same. But she, I, I kind of see her as the Boba Fett of this trilogy like where he's Boba Fett's never really been on screen a whole lot yeah but, but he was always the, the I don't want to say a bad word yeah, yeah. he was always the greatest thing of yeah it. he was and cool they never turn her loose and just let her do stuff right like and Finn's always besting her like is she dead who knows she gets thrown off the same we'll or talk about fell, that in a second yeah, yeah. yeah. um so they get captured because DJ gets turned on him he's a horrible you know person so he he you know turns. Did, did you on. like his character? I, no, no, I ugh. like I, I get I kind of get where he was coming from of like, he's, he's just looking for you know yeah cause a he's, payday and and he's making that point of like that it's really just war and like you're helping both sides and you're you know like he just he's he's that hopelessness of like there's really nothing you can do so you might as well just do you see a scenario where not very where they bring him back in the next one and he has a redeeming like a Han Solo type mm-hmm. situation? No, no, I, think no, I really don't. I, I did kind of like, he is, um, I was talking to, to a friend about this. To me, his character, DJ, is like uh, Han Solo if he never went good. Like if he never joined the Rebel Alliance. Um, Orlando. Orlando, yeah. Like just, you know, playing both sides. Like I'm just out for the money. Like, you know, if if this world is going, or this galaxy is going to hell in a handbasket, I'm going to at least make a profit in the process. Yeah. And, and I, I like that there is, uh, the movie doesn't always have to be, white or black like there can be some gray there can be some people that don't take a side in this war they don't care you know right and that's probably most of the galaxy most of the galaxy doesn't care they just want peace they just want to you know live their life live their life and just have their family and and just go on like they don't care about what's going on in the greater galaxy politics and stuff like that and i I like that we got to see part of that um i thought it was well acted but i didn't really care for some of his like vocal like he had stuttering was it a stutter that he had or something like that? He had trouble yeah. forming certain words. And I, I, why did they do that? I thought that was distracting to me. But why but, did they do that to him? I mean, I why? Think why that, do, I, I think that it's a becoming a more common thing in movies to represent, you know, like those types of 
things in society that, yeah. you know, these people have, you know, cause I read an article about different um, nationalities of actors in this movie and how they're bringing like out a name for like, you know, the place and a name for people who, you know, like, cause you see a lot of like autism and Asperger's characters that are brought out and it's shown like them in a, you know, like they have a role. And, yeah. So and I think that was part of that. Like, yeah. Trying to be inclusive. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we haven't even talked about Rose yet, but she's Vietnamese, which right. I thought was really cool. Yeah. Uh, she was a great character. For, she, she was, was a phenomenal character. Um, so she gets captured along with Finn. Um, they're about to get executed, literally. Their heads lopped off by these laser axes, axe things. BB-8 luckily got away and uh, started shooting at it with an at. He was an, in an at at uh, oh, the two-legged walker one and starts shooting them. And uh, gives them cover. They're able to escape. Phasma and um, um, what's his face? Finn have a battle, and he wins again. I don't. I'm not saying Finn shouldn't win, but it's like, yeah. What are you saying, Jack? I'm saying that Phasma. <laughs> I mean, I want her to be a strong character. That's the problem that I have with. She this. Don't, you don't think she's gotten her due? Never. Like she didn't in the first movie, and now they. They. It seems like they killed her. Here. She's gone. I feel like I, they may I have killed say, her, yeah. and, and it's a bummer because she's got that awesome armor. I mean, it, I, honestly, she should be the best. I, yeah, I thought she and, and Snoke, to be honest, died what was way that? too oh, soon. And his death was just like boom. So while this is going on on the ship, and BB-8 and the gang are fighting their way out, Kylo Ren and Rey has left the island. Well, and you have to talk about like their force connection. I didn't say that, did I? That, Rey, like, they they discovered. And, yeah, Ray and Kylo Ren have got this weird force connection now. And, Jedi and, connection. And the most important part, the Lost most important reason to bring this up is Check because it out online. is because uh, now um, the Kylo shirtless challenge, the Kylo oh Ren challenge, gosh. has become <laughs> yeah. a thing. Right, right. I mean, like he seen, was in better shape than I thought he would be. Would have I, a shirt off. He'd been working out or something. Well, yeah, he's in good shape. I was like. I didn't think he wouldn't be in good shape. By like how wide he was, like Square. not wide in a bad way, Square. but just like I mean, he's he's got thick. good shoulders. He's thick. He's got pecs. Can I say that on the radio? <laughs> um. Anyway, so long story short, um, what, what did she say to him? Like, can you put a spa- and he's space like, robe no. on or something? Yeah, put a shirt no. on or something. You're just so, gonna have to look at this. So <laughs> what we find out though is you like it. Once Ray Ray <laughs> leaves like the it. island because she has this connection. She and she left because she felt like she. Oh, I can save Kylo Ren. Yes, always want to save. They, they she hands. always wants to save the bad boy. Always wants to save the bad boy. That's what girls want to do. And so he <laughs> is there, this and is we find out uh, she gets back there, and we find out that um, uh, it was actually Snoke all along that made that force connection, which says a lot about how powerful Snoke is. And Snoke has been shown as a very powerful person. He can, from a distance, make. I mean, Hux just. <laughs> To the ground, um, he can kill people from a great distance. If you, if he's w- with you, he can use force lightning. He can throw your lightsaber around, hit you in the head with it, and embarrass you as it flies back to him. He does that to Ray. Ray <laughs> shows up. Um, he basically is like, "I'm going to kill you because you got such, you know, you've got so much spunk." So before he he can do that though, Kylo Ren twists the, his the lightsaber and kills. Well, and he um, has this moment Snow. with Kylo Ren where he's like, where he's like, I You're can see now that I can see now that you are not in conflict anymore. Like you know, you know, like you yeah. know which side you're on and everything. And because he's been in conflict for so long, and you know, like killing yes. his dad was part of that. Yep. Like he's got to cut off that 
that uh, you know connection to the light side and prove that he is full on dark. But and I said this after The Force Awakens that my hope and desire with this movie was that he would turn to the light side and then there would be that whole romantic connection between him and Ray. Yeah. Is that gone? Raylo, Raylo. Is that gone? Like that's a thing. Like there, there's a lot of people yeah, yeah. that are cheering for that. And like honestly, the romantic thing was a side thing to me. Like that would be cool too, but I really wanted him to turn to the light side because I was like that kind of redemption story, you haven't seen that drastic of a redemption story in the Star Wars. You know like for him to turn back to the light side would be like phenomenal. Everybody loves a good redemption story. Will like it happen that. though? I feel like I, it won't now. Now I don't, but it, there was that moment where he was like, "Well, she and thought and she him, thought that and she, too." And I was like, "Yes, that I was, was one right. of the better that was one of the better things that Ryan Johnson did with this movie. Um whenever now, now maybe not killing Snoke because I I definitely wanted to find out more about Snoke and then they could have killed him off. He basically is just this guy that they, got power. They should have. They should have brought him into the third movie. The training, by the way, Ray's training on the island was literally a day and a half. How how is she a Jedi? And I guess that it's like it doesn't work that way now. And they, and, that, and that was an issue I had with the with the stuff too, is that they're like they took this Jedi thing that was like, I mean Luke, Luke wasn't on Dagobah very long either, right? When he had his training, his first training with Yoda. Well, I mean, there were many I mean, of he was like montages swamp. that made it seem longer, right? Yeah, this just seemed like she went, she got there. That montage. She got there. She went down in the cave. She she snapped her fingers a couple times and had the whole um, thing where the echo went forward and went back. I and, really did like that part. Really, kind of lost me. Okay, I was like, what? so basically, like, that was the equivalent of on Dagobah, um, the uh, in the swamp. Luke goes down in that cave and he sees his own his fear, his biggest fear. Because that dark that that's the dark side element of that of Dagobah there. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, scene. and that's the dark side element. Well, on this place, it's that hole that's that she hole. goes into, and then she sees her like her her greatest fear is just being alone, being alone, and not yeah. having a family. Yeah, that's her biggest fear. Luke's biggest fear is him turning into Darth Vader. Yeah, which is kind of cool. I I, I feel like that wasn't too bad. He sees Darth Vader on Dagobah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that I was all right. So, but but he he kills Darth Vader. You know, lops his uh, and his. The mask explodes and it's his own face in there. So he's mm-hmm. so, he's he he, he fears you going your, dark like his yes, dad. Yeah, following his footsteps. Which I thought was cool, and it was cool to do this with Ray as well. But her training with Luke was just like her up on top of some rocks with a stick, and then she gets her lightsaber out and slices that rock in half. And there's some comedy relief with the little lizard people that live on the island, which was kind of funny. Why well, they're cute. rolling that cart and then the rock <laughs> hits the cart and they're still holding the end of the. The cart. My, like, my favorite line uh, around the cart caretakers was when Ray was like, uh, it was an exchange between her and Luke. She she said, uh, I, I don't think that they like me. And and Luke's like, I can't imagine why. I know. <laughs> thanks, Mark Hamill. Yeah, thanks, Mark Hamill. Cool. See, there, see, there you go, Mark see, Hamill. I know. <laughs> we'll meet him. We will meet him one day and you'll be like, you know, he's not a bad guy. And Mark I'll, Hamill. I'll still be all like nervous and like, oh, you're famous. He's good guy. But I'll still be like, man, His thanks for thing. not ruining the movie. His best work. <laughs> in my eyes, and I'm I'm serious when I say this, I know he's known as, he'll always be Luke Skywalker. But his best work is as the voice of the Joker for the animated, oh, yeah. for the Batman oh, animated series yeah. and all the other incarnations of him as the Joker. Anyway. He's good, man. Mark Hamill's good. Um, He's good, Laurie. No, he's good. I not anything. So, um... <laughs> She shows up. She tries to turn Kylo, like we said. Kylo kills um, Snoke. Um, she thinks, "Okay, we're we're a team now. Right, right. We've got to go help the Rebel Alliance." I did and he's like, "That was her goal in going there like, was to let like him 
help him, you know, because yeah. she was like, he wants, you know, like he wants to. And that wasn't it. Back and it was that he can, he, he can redeem now, this. Now I'm in charge. Ugh. Now I'm in charge and we can rule together. And, and I'm it's like, like, no, Kylo, come on. No, good to happen. Come on. And so then they go, they, they take off down to the salt flat planet because they get away or whatever. My favorite, my, my least favorite person in the movie, um, what's her face? The. Holdo, Vice Admiral Holdo, yeah. um, has to sacrifice herself, which that's real positive. Her plan was really lame, and she could have just told. Yes, yes. Camera, uh, she d- could have Dam- just told Poe Dameron him the plan instead of letting well, him being, squirm. I'm and... being cryptic. Just <laughs> yeah, tell him the yeah. plan. No, we're it... we're all just gonna die, Poe. So don't do anything about it. That's basically what she's saying to him the and whole it was, time. And he was just like, "That's not my nature to let us do that." So well, no, I'm not gonna. So do he's that. gonna try to save it, and then she's like, "No, I really did have a good plan to begin with. I just didn't want to tell you about it like, so that we'd all die anyway." Well, we sent these guys <laughs> off to this casino world uh, and they just got captured by Snoke because you wouldn't tell me the plan like I asked for. Just women. tell me what's happening. It's not even about women. It's about... <laughs> no, but, but we, you know, like we want you to women. figure it out on your own. Right. It's just We're about, not going to tell you. Just tell him the plan. <laughs> he, he's done a lot of things for this rebel, the rebel Seriously. alliance here. Well, he's been demoted. He's not privy to that information That's anymore. That's ridiculous anyway. I really like Poe. Like, I... I do too. Like, he's one of my favorites. I, he took and, a huge step backwards in this movie yeah. for me. And not for me, but like they they made him take a step back. Yes, yes. The the role that he was playing and the ignorance that he was in made him look stupid. Now by the end, he quote unquote had probably learned his lesson because at the end they get down to the salt planet. Oh, I thing. should blindly trust my, you know, commanding officer or whatever. Like I don't know if he learned his lesson or he just has the more seasoning now because he's the last guy. I mean, they've got Leia down there on the planet, but I mean, uh, unless they CGI or she's not going to be in the <laughs> he has next to movie. Repopulate the rebel. <laughs> Sorry, you just said he was the last guy. (laughs) Well, no, they've got the one lizard guy and Neon Numb from the. Who, by the way, Neon Numb has got to be like sixty. He's been around for sixty years of movies because he was in the the original uh, Return of the Jedi. Oh yeah, the little one guy with the face, and and the little uh, yeah, you know, the one guy with the face. Yeah, that guy. He's he's a muppet. He's kind of a muppet. Um, anyway, they showed Poe kind of redeeming himself in the in the last fight scene because everyone's coming in and it it looks like at one point they can maybe take him and then at at some point he knows they're completely outnumbered and he goes fall back, fall back. Like you can see him like falling in line at that point. Yeah. Yeah. But Finn takes it on in. Uh, What's her face? What's her name? Uh, Rose. Like her. Yeah. Rose. Rose saves him. Yes. Okay. Okay. So in that moment, like when she's like. About to knock him out of the, you know, path of death and to save, you know, he's going to try to save the day and, and she knocks him out. Like I had this, like this, this moment where I made this connection between him and Olaf, (laughs) you know, you know, know when Olaf's like, some people are worth melting for, (laughs) like she was like, some people are worth, you know, catching on fire. There you go. (laughs) That's really funny. And this is Disney, so she could be a princess, I guess, in this situation. Yeah. She could be a Disney princess. She could be. A- She's the rebellion Disney. princess. Yeah. She didn't even know it. Um, they go to the planet. Luke shows up um, to save the day because they're all in there, and they're they're outnumbered. Um, Luke just um, appears, walks out there. Um, don't you think C-3PO looked at him and thought, I know who you are. I know you're not a real person. Did you feel that way? I don't know, because when Luke he this, showed up... Uh, our C-3PO had this weird look on his face. When he... Even though it's a robot face. <laughs> that's, I'd have to go back can, and watch can that scene. Droids, can droids it was a weird, tell when it's... It was a weird pause. Well, you figure he could analyze this thing that was could, in front of him. I don't know. When he showed up, my first... Leia, I think Leia knew too. My first impulse was that... It, you know, because they've they've built up to this, showing us this forced connection between Rey and yeah. Kylo. 
And so when he showed up, I was like, oh, he's not really there. Like, that was my first reaction when he shows up in front of her and she, he's just talking to Leia. Because I thought Leia's the only person who can see him. Oh, and they're having this moment, you know, yeah. because... And and I thought, well, she might be about to die or, you know. And, um, and then when I realized everyone else could see him, too... Then I was like, oh, he really is there? And I was really confused for, you know, until yeah. until the end when it's like, oh, he's not there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The guns all fire on him. Yeah. Um, and that's <laughs> funny. <moment>. And <laughs> for you. <laughs> and um, he brushes it off, has a fight, but it doesn't, they never really connect. And that just gives everybody time to get away with the uh, salt foxes and the, uh, the, salt the, foxes. the rocks, which were cool looking. They were cool. And um, they love to fight another day. And Ray so. saves them. She moves all the rocks. She moves all the rocks. More moving rocks is what mm-hmm. she says. Yeah. Um, and that That's was it. Best force. Well, let's do it real quickly here. Let's um, goods and bads. What's some goods in this movie, real quick? Um, I mean, I love. Oh, by the way, Luke dies in the end. Luke does. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you? Do they really call that dying? Like he just, he you just know, he becomes the, part but, of the but force. I feel like he has enough power now. He could just. Look, you saw what Yoda he did. Do whatever Yoda's of course ghost, and he brought lightning anyone. onto this and burned him. <laughs> you know, see, I was relieved for a minute because I was like, "Oh, he's gone." And positive is you might get. <laughs> now I'm like, now he could come back. Well, at but any you time. might get a you might get a Luke and Yoda in the movie full on. Right. That could be really cool. You know what I'm saying? Have their force ghost through the whole time. You'd love it. So, so, um, so the good is that he didn't ruin the movie. Like I, I, I was like, good job, Mark Hamill. I mean, he did a decent job. It was a decent job. I really, I love Ray. Like, she's always going to be one of my favorites. Good. She's I good. love her. I liked the chemistry between Ray and Kylo. Yeah, like, with the, that, you know, that element of them seeing yeah. each other and communicating. Kylo, and, Kylo and could hope. go. Kylo could go the Hayden Christensen, really, not really kind of cardboardy actor way a little bit. Yeah. But he's a better actor than that guy right, was. Right. Well, and he, he has. Like, I, is there is there still hope for Kylo? Is there? Or is he just, like, bad? He's still very immature. Like, his character, when he has those little fits, and even at the end there, yes. when he's, like, shooting all the guns at, well, he hates at those Luke, guys. it's like, and he really? Hates the, like, he, he hates the Millennium Falcon, because he was trying to blow that up, too. I think if we learn anything from the original trilogy, 4, 5, 6, it, no one's too far gone. I mean, if you've invaded a concern at the last, at the last second, I mean... But there's no big bad left. There's no big bad left other than him. No, right, and he is the... Hux is I think if Hux t- is a lackey. I mean, if he's if not he turns a... in episode nine, it's the end of the movie. Like it's like right before the credits. So right. maybe they're holding off. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. I still have hope for him. I love that Ray had so much hope for him. Yeah. You know, like she was like this. Like we could redeem this. Like he could. You know, yeah. like she can see the good. She in him. tried to save him. She could. Yeah. yeah. So. Um. So. They. He's great. BB-8 is great. Bads? I really like. I mentioned it before, but I really liked the scene where his head comes off and then he pops it back That's on. Cool. Yeah. Tells you he's gonna. BB-8. He's really hard to kill. Yeah. What, and, now, uh, and now Finn and Rose kind of have this thing, you know. That's kind of fun. I like that. What? Are, what, like what are some bads? Um. Uh. What, what did I say was the worst? My worst part of the movie was um, Mark Hamill. <laughs> the what? Oh yeah. Well, Mark Hamill. Besides him, that's the obvious. <laughs> um. Well, and you mentioned all the little things that you didn't like about, you know. Hey, we'll finish this conversation uh, after the radio edit. Uh, Radio, see you soon. What did I say was the worst? Okay, the worst. My worst. I said it earlier. What's the going, girl? (laughs) Hey, girl, what's the going? What's the going? Girl. Oh, the. Who am I right now? Oh, the fish. Like that really to me, it like that weird, was the didn't corniest it? Didn't it part of the movie. So when he bad? pulls that fish up and he's just <laughs> walking That's not Mark like, Hamill's fault though. No, that's not Mark Hamill. And I and I like I will say this, like I don't blame all of my dislike for Mark Hamill on Mark Hamill. Like just Luke Skywalker's character. Like 
How just... fake his metal hand looks. <laughs> <laughs> He's the worst, Mark Hamill. It's all his fault. <laughs> Can you believe that? Oh, I'm a... sorry. I'm, I'm How sure about when Mark he got Hamill's his hand cut off guy. in Empire? In Empire Strikes Back, when he got his hand cut off. And he goes, Aah. Yeah, exactly. You hated that, huh? Exactly. I, you're when the only had, person I've ever well, heard this and, from. I love and it. And honestly, like, like it's too. really not his fault. But the whole the whole scenario where he's like madly, or he's like vying for and madly in love with his sister. He didn't know. And I know. I know he doesn't know. But it just makes Again, him look like such fault. a schmuck. A schmuck, you know, like you're blaming him. This I know. Is John but it just Snow makes being, him look so awkward. This is John Snow like, being he's blamed. Just, he's just that for liking Daenerys. He's like that not his cool fault. Kid who's trying to be cool, but he's just. I I love this. I love this take. (laughs) It is interesting. It's a different take. Yeah. I just, oh, he just, yeah. Luke Skywalker. How about that? Yeah. Never knew this about you. Um, I do think he's very whiny. and very whiny. Very entitled. I'm with you. What about some, um, anything else bad other than Mark Hamill? (laughs) The fish. The fish. The fish, Mark (laughs) Hamill. But overall, I really liked the movie. I didn't like it as much as The Force Awakens. Yeah. But I really, I liked it a lot. Like, it's one of my upper, you know, Star Wars movies. It's up in the top. Here, so let's rate our, let's rate Ro- our Star Wars Rogue movies. One and that one. Like, I can't decide which Dude, one. Dude, Rogue I One would, was awesome. Rogue One or that love, one really, like, you know. Yeah. Can third we, level for can me. Can we almost. talk really briefly about just the bombing sequence? Like, a lot of people have issues because it's in space. It's not in, like, a atmospheric gravity situation. So this is how I explain it, and, and I I don't think the movie explains it. The at what? All. Phil has to explain why the bombs so, like are dropping onto these ships when they're in space. Yeah, they should no, be floating no around like Leia was. It's, like Leia was. It's in a zero gravity situation, and yet the bombs like not only drop from the ship, but they also drop. They continue to from fall. Space yeah. To, yeah. So like when the and a lot of people are like, well, when the door because that that sister or whatever Rose's sister mm-hmm. opens the bottom of the of the shaft, or whatever, where all the bombs drop off, and she's right right there and right next to open space, and she doesn't get sucked out like Leia does, and she doesn't suffocate like you would if you were in space and stuff like that. Um, so there's got to be some kind of like force field they didn't show it but like some kind of a force field that is keeping in the atmosphere and the breathable air and stuff for her inside of the ship that's also creating that's also creating gravity gravity and so there's some kind of artificial gravity which causes the bombs to drop it goes through the force field that's on the bottom side of the bomber and then once it hits the the end of that force field the uh just like um an object in motion stays in motion yeah that's like it just keeps going through it already has that zero gravity. Yeah. And then once it hits the the outer shield or the force field or whatever then around the ship, the gravity then, then gravity just takes over and, and plummets it into the well, ship. I could see that being an argument. Weird. But a lot of people had a lot of issues with that. They were like, wait a second. I thought the bombers moving like they did in general was kind of lame. I mean, do all the ships, I mean, we're assuming <laughs> that every ship that they ever, you know, Millennium Falcon, all the big ones, all like all those ships have their own artificial gravity, right? Yeah, I'm, and so why wouldn't so. those bombing ships also have the same technology? Yeah, causing that momentum to keep going. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with that, that sense. with that scene at all. Even though a lot of people said that was a bad for them. I don't know. I, don't, I but I, like, I can like more bom- so than the, the gravity ship. issue was the design of the ships. They like you said, like I, I was like, they, why would they, they do it that way? They can't move fast, and there's all these bombs, and they're just hanging there. And they're like, we gotta give, we gotta give some cover to these bomber ships that are just slowly they're like suicidal, making. like. Yeah, how you are know, they going like, to get out of there? Like, there's no. They were moving all these that. bombers. Like, literally suicide bombers. They were moving all these bombers into position, and then they're like, "Well, when they do it, how are they going to get out of there? They're just going to get shot up." 
And I guess that's why he blew up all the guns on the ship to give the bombers cover. And then they'd start to fly away, and there was, you know, TIE fighters and everything else that could have got them. And then it's just weird. Like, it's, it's, I don't understand, like, why they made those chips the way they did, and they're slow. So, anyway. But uh, what about some, um, let's rate this movie. I, now, here's the thing I don't think, I, I don't really think this is a bad movie. Did you think it was a bad movie? No. So we really can't rate this. So let's rate this on a somehow weird alternate universe. It's not on even our scale, which is one bad, five horribles, blah, 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 blah. Right? You said the episode one, Phantom Menace, was your worst oh, yeah. Star Wars movie. Let's do that. What, let's, instead of second? rating it, let's rate this among other Star Wars movies. Um, this isn't your second worst, is it? No, because I thought Clone. I didn't like Clone Wars at all that much either. Now, the Clone Wars TV show I liked. And that animated movie, Clone Wars, was actually pretty good. But the Clone Wars, Attack of the Clones is what it's called. Uh, the second movie, second. I didn't like that very much. But Revenge of the Sith is pretty good. In my eyes, I liked... I wish that, I wish that Darth Maul would have just been on Revenge of the Sith instead of Count Dooku. Because Count Dooku was kind of lame. Anyway, um, I'm going to go with number one. And everybody always says Empire Strikes Back. But I think Rogue One's my favorite Star Wars movie. Really? Because Darth Vader just kicks the crap out of people in that thing. That's the Darth Vader we all wanted. Just because that one scene? Just because uh, It was that good. <laughs> and he was just the best. And he's just like... Pew, pew, pew. And those people are like, oh, Lord, no, why? <laughs> the little rebellion guys are like, oh, well, oh, man. It's amazing. Anyway, Kylo Ren could stop a laser in the air. But by this in this movie, think about it. Okay, when we first see Kylo Ren, he stops a laser in the right, air right. on that first movie. And on this one, he is just like, oh, oh petulant child. Like, what happened, dude? You were so good at first. We thought you were the ne- greatest thing ever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just sad. Yeah. Like, it's weird. It's really, really weird use of a character. Sorry, I digress. Do you think it was because he's in so much turmoil? Yeah, light maybe. And dark and, yeah. But he was a puppet, and, and he just kind of mm. wasn't a very good puppet in, in this movie for some reason. First movie, is kind of like a bulldog. When 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 Ray bested him in the forest, I mean, he was doomed after that. Yeah. It was like, he's just not in believable. In love, you mean, right? Like Maybe. Mm, that's yeah, what you want. Yeah. <laughs> and Luke will, pre- fight. Luke will preside <laughs> over the wedding. Oh. Um... What was I saying? Oh, let's rate these movies. Um, Rogue my, One. There's my order. Rogue one. one. Let me write these down while I do this so I can <laughs> keep track. I'm going. Rogue One, because I just loved it. It was a, such a fresh, different look. So, Rogue One. I'm Then I'm going to go Empire. Then I'm going to go The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens my top. No, I can't do that. I can't go that. I got to go New Hope. Right. <laughs> New Hope, uh, The Force Awakens, Rebel. Yeah, the original, the yeah, original makes me a rebel. Um, the Force Awakens. Um, where am I missing? Revenge of the Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Nerds. Um, Spaceballs. Two. Of which Spaceballs? Oh, might, Spaceballs be number one. Spaceballs be number one. Man, after that, I don't know. May the Schwartz be with you. I guess I gotta go. Um, Return of the Jedi. <laughs> I love, love Spaceballs, by the way. Return of the we will, Jedi. We'll never do Spaceballs on this podcast. 
But no. we'll do. But we'll do a regular Star Wars movie. <laughs> well, but this we is. Do, we I know. Do, I know. No. I know. You know what? Well, we could like, do. We could do Spaceballs in the same. In this. In, in, the in this discussion, form. not. Yeah, not, we could do that. We may. We, maybe we need to do that. Maybe horrible we will. comma. The next time we have. Uh, the next time we have a guest situation like we had today, then we'll. Then we'll do it that way. Um, that, think about that. There will be time. I would time have to that, there, there will never be another Spaceballs type movie about like a parody of the Star Wars franchise, right? That was a glimpse in time, like one one, could, cha- one time they chance. Could. I don't know. You could. I don't know. You could, you could do a newer one that made fun of all the things that we have mentioned. You let, let's let's put it on record right now. You guys think that Disney will give license <laughs> of the Star Wars franchise to a parody making film? But do that how? How far can somebody go when making a parody film, making it very obvious what they're par- like, what they're you know making a parody of without infringing on any? Oh, so they don't need permission. I don't know. Maybe like you could make it very obvious what they're making fun of without actually like saying Star Wars or any of the characters' names at all through the whole. That's a good point. I, I mean, you could. I don't right? know that. I don't know that Mike Myers needed permission from um, the uh, broccoli. Uh, family for we'll, we'll James, Bond. <laughs> James Bond because so, I mean his character obviously was a mockery of James Bond's but maybe he didn't have to contact yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, David in chat says something about um, Snoke is he dead or did he pull Luke Skywalker and force and project himself cool. I could see that being a very viable because I mean you guys are saying how much it would be nice if he came back and, and if had they would a, do it in a way role, yeah, 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 I don't yeah. know I'm I my heart wants to say he's dead because I really rejoiced when he did that. Maybe was he like, wasn't yeah. there anytime, anyway. Anytime Maybe he was never actually dies, there. Yeah. He had a cool his, rope. His he, two halves were there. He well, did you have know, a very... So often, so often, it's, it's you know, in every scene we've seen him before, he is just this huge yeah. projection of himself. Yeah. And so why, like, him being there is a little off, you know, his norm. He had his Hugh Hefner so robe on, be... too, by the way. He had his, he has, uh, <laughs> his Hugh Hefner robe on. Uh, Jared says parody from is exempt from copyright law. There you go. There you go. This is a parody of a podcast about movies. So there you go. I would like to see a, a Spaceballs parody of mm. Ray and Finn. Like and a newer, Poe. yes. All that, the new stuff. That'd be funny. Okay, so here's my rankings of these movies. Instead of doing right this, we're gonna call we're gonna call this um ranking the the rank be with never mind. The rank be with Rogue you. One, <laughs> my favorite Star Wars movie. So fresh, That's so bold, delicious. Man. That is bold. Then Empire. Um, Strikes Back, then New Hope, then The Force Awakens, then Revenge of the Sith, then Return of the Jedi. Because I really did like Revenge of the Sith. We got to see Darth Vader be made, um, which it was that awesome. That was pretty cool. Um, the Last Jedi, Attack of the Clones, Phantom Menace, and I didn't I didn't rank the Clone Wars TV or the Clone Wars movie because it was in theaters, animated movie. It was pretty good. I didn't put it in the ranking. I probably should have, but I didn't. But it, it would have been can- it's canon, right? Yeah, and it. Probably, I think I enjoyed it more than I like than Last Jedi. I I put The Force Awakens as my number one. Now remember, I'm ranking. It's also my number one. But remember, remember, I am. We're ranking these, and this is a. These are all pretty darn good. Yeah, and I've yeah, watched no, Phantom are. Menace a yeah. lot of times. I, it's my least favorite, <laughs> but I've watched it a lot. So, so I mean, still, it still ranks far above many other movies. Oh, that yeah. you, a, that yeah. you yeah. love. Darth Darth Maul, by the way, one of the best bad guys ever. And it's like a one shot deal. And that, that's the fight frustrating. Scene, the fight scene between him and Qui Gon and um, a young Obi Wan is phenomenal. Yes, like it, and it's so it's cool. one of the best fight scenes I, in the entire Star Wars and, series. And they could have brought him back. Now in the Clone Wars TV show, Darth Maul comes back, 
which I don't know if you if that's still considered canon, which at the time it was considered canon. Darth Maul comes, they bring him back from the dead. His brother brings him back from the dead. And uh, anyway, it's kind of interesting. I know we're getting on Phantom Menace, but that scene where there's like the force, the layers of force fields oh. and they can see each other, but they can't oh, pass. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. I was no, just like, that is, good. that is so gripping. Like, that is th- good. There's some great scenes in that movie, even though the movie is as a whole. If isn't. you could delete out of the Phantom Menace, Jar Jar Binks, and um and the droids and the the, the what are they called the the um, bad guy droids the what are they called the ones that look very yeah they're like, the Roger 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 the, like those guys the over and over again Trade Federation yeah oh well, no, which ones are you talking about are you talking about the ones with like the weird shaped yeah the little ones I kind of liked those guys yeah they were too much Jar Jar it was very which? Jar Jar and it was like this like jokey for jokey right sake ones. I'll get you a picture the ones that were in the little ball of Fun. They were they were pretty cool with the with the. Um, now I did I did really like those like them going down under the water and all that like I mm-hmm. thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Just type in There's droid. always a bigger fish. Droids, Star Wars. I think of uh, that line that there's always a bigger fish. That concept of there's always a bigger fish a lot. <laughs> like even I got I thought of it even like a couple weeks ago. So do you remember the the it's bigger like fish a life? Yeah, no, yeah, I know what you're talking about. They're they're being chased by this huge fish. And then a bigger one eats. Yeah, and then Yeah, yeah. But I think of that that concept of in life like that. Like a life, you know. Yeah, like there's something that is haunting you or you're worried about, and then something like way bigger swallows that up or whatever. Like I I think of that analogy from that movie a lot. It's kinda kinda weird. Battle droid. Yeah, I like those. I didn't like those. I kinda like those. They're too easy to beat. Like (laughs) Yeah, but that's what they kinda I mean, they're almost like just a distraction. I think that's what I like about it. They're the front line, right? I mean they're I, I like that that their strength in numbers like that. Right. If, if it's a, a whole bunch of them annoying, distracting, yeah. does you know what you? Yeah. If it's a, a Jedi versus one of those droids, it's no contest. But if there's like a hundred of them, the Jedi will probably still win. But it's gonna be tough. Like right. I, that's what I like about them. You guys are entitled to your own opinion. <laughs> okay, so what about in this movie? One of the big things that was debated from the time the Force Awakens ended until now is who is who is um. Ray. Yeah. And Who is she? Who are her parents? Where did she come from? And there have been theories and arguments and lot and then in this movie online. they're just like, Oh, she's no one. Yep. And and I think how did what, you like but, how did you feel? Okay, about here's that? what I thought about that. After watching it the second time, I came to the realization that Ryan Johnson's whole plan for this and maybe JJ Abrams, I can't imagine a scenario, man, where they would do that where they're like, Okay, JJ, you're in charge of number eight, of number seven. Okay, Ryan, you're completely in charge of number eight. Do whatever you want. Right, right. Okay, I'm going to blow up all the things that JJ did. And then, okay, now JJ, now you're in charge of number nine because it, it, they took it and they said, look, Ray, you're from nobody. The little kid on Canto Bite at the end, when he goes to sweep the floor, he has the force. force. He pulls the broom over, sweeps the floor. You can be a nobody and have the force. They went from being. You got to be a Skywalker, or you got to be trained for half your life, or have X number of midichlorians. Right, right. The midichlorians. <laughs> to now, it's She's got so look. Many. This is for everybody. Everybody can be a part of this. You may be a Gungan. You may be a Hut. You may be, a, you know, bronze bikini wearing. You know what? But you can be a Jedi. Um. See what I did there? Kind of falling into what you're saying. And and I'm sure that this has been a theme through all the movies, but it didn't really like stick with me until this one was the whole idea that the force balances itself every time. Oh, every so time. like 
a strong dark presence, um, the a strong light presence is going to yep. pop up somewhere. Yep. Mm-hmm. Strong light presence, something dark is going to come to combat it yeah. and yeah. keep that balance. And like, and I get it, you know, like, oh yeah, duh, the balance of the force, like it's been there the whole time. But like in this movie, I was like, oh, like, Luke. you know, here I am, like, kill all the bad guys, and I'm like, oh well, that never really well, works, right? There's just going to be more, and then there's just going to be more, and, and, that, more, I, and more. I almost mentioned that that exact thing that you just mentioned just now when we were talking when we had the conversation about how could Ray. Uh, get trained up so fast and get so strong in the force. they needed... I I feel like they didn't explain it this way, but my rationality for it is there's not a lot of light force to be handed out right now. Like, there's there's little kids and stuff like that that are kind of burgeoning in the force, but there's not... Like, there are hardly any... The last Jedi? Yeah, Luke (laughs) is literally the last Jedi, and he's handing it off to one person... Of course, she's going to be very strong in the force because there's 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 a very limited amount uh, to be given out, and so it all goes to Ray basically. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And the balance part of it, well, I mean, Luke goes on to that great Jedi temple in the sky or wherever he goes when you're a Force ghost, <laughs> and Snoke dies. So there's the dark and the light, right. and they're balanced. Being, right. Yeah. Right. And now you only have Kylo Ren as the bad guy, and you have Ray as the good guy. Kylo made a good point where he's like, "Let it all die." Yeah, and we'll just start no, from I scratch, know. And, that, that, and we'll be something new. And I and there was a moment where I was like, you know, he's probably maybe. right. Let's just let that happen. Well, and that kind of fell well, into and, that and category of, that too. and that fell in that category of you. What you said earlier about the gray, like they brought in, like there's this strong, like white and black gray, you know, area, and now yeah. there's this gray area in the middle where even Kylo Ren was like, yeah. why do we have to be either? Let's just in in the um, Clone Wars TV show. There's this whole thing uh, called the, or is that in Rebels? I can't remember. That's in Rebels. Uh, that's current. That's the current animated show for Star Wars, Star Wars Rebels. Uh, there's a thing called the Bendu, and Bendu is the gray area. That's what Jared said yeah, when we talked about it. it's back and forth. And so I think that they're trying to do that. I don't know why they just didn't come out and use that verbiage because that's allegedly canon. Star Wars Rebels yeah. is allegedly canon. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, so there you go. There you go. What have you been into lately, Laurie? Anything? Uh, not much. Books. Books. TV books shows. More books. Books everywhere. Um, I work at a library. <laughs> Um, you work at a library. I do. Um, fun? Yeah. Oh, I love Super it. Super enjoyable. I love it. Um, I am a youth services librarian, which basically means children's librarian, but children's and youth, but I do a lot with children, like lots of story times. I'm trying to memorize um, children's songs because I play guitar. So I play the guitar and I play children's songs and they sing and dance and it's a lot of fun. What about um, the craziest, or the longest um, overdue book ever? Is that a thing? <laughs> Well, you know, after a certain point, they just charge him for it. (laughs) Really? Yeah. But, I mean, you know, if you you lose, you know, if you have to pay for books, well, and the fines rack up, like, I mean, I've seen accounts with hundreds of dollars of fines on them. You're never getting that money. Yeah, probably not. Sometimes, sometimes people come back in, though, and they really want to use the services and they pay it down. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So some people are in payment plans. I always think that's funny. Is that real? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Collection services. (laughs) How about that? They send Shell Silverstein to your house and <laughs> no, collection not really, services. Not really. But I am I'm very impressed with our library branch and how good they are with helping people, you know, in those situations to do the they just do everything they can to try to get them back to the point where they can use the library again because that's their main goal that everybody can use the library. Have you ever been yelled at at the library? Mm, very close to it. Where someone got agitated. They're very <laughs> agitated. You're not supposed to very yell. That's not, that's why I was well, wondering. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, there's. I, I, very upset right now. <laughs> I can't. I can't yell because we're Right, right. They do not go. I mean, every I now just, and then you get somebody who's pretty upset, and 
And I honestly, like, I didn't expect this to be a part of the job that I liked, but I honestly have enjoyed the challenge of diffusing a situation like that. That's good. Like, I've never worked in, uh, yeah, yeah, and I've never worked in, like, a customer service relations type job before where, where, you know, like, in my job, I'm working with the public, you know, on a regular basis, and there are some people who come in and they're upset about something, and, like, I thought, oh, that's going to be the worst part of the job, but honestly, I've kind of enjoyed the challenge of, like, keeping my cool and, like, working on strategies to, like, you know, what can we do? I'm sorry you're upset about this, but, you know, like, that kind of thing. <laughs> like, I've diffused a few situations, and afterwards, it's like this, like, yeah. What are they mad about? Oh, like, fines. Uh, one that I can remember was um, we have Wi-Fi hotspots, and they are high in demand. Very high in demand. Like, the, like the waiting list. You can check one out? You can check out a Wi-Fi hotspot. Why do they do that? That way people can have Wi-Fi at their homes for, you know, their checkout time period, like three weeks, you know? Really? But, I mean, it's a good resource Wait for somebody minute. who doesn't have internet. I didn't know that. Wi-Fi I didn't know that either. They, the library owns tons of them, and they're always circulating, and there's typically about a 300-person wait list. Oh, it's a wait list? For each one. Okay. Or not for each one, but for all of them, and then they I all circulate. I was going to say, you could almost go to each branch in the county and just mix it up and be like here's i'm getting my no, wife no, here like a, i'm getting here if you're on hold I'm getting with here. one of them you're on hold with them in the whole okay system. i, I but, thought but I was like, find a so way to get per, like the average person is waiting like a year for this wi-fi hotspot and so when their really? turn comes like it's their turn and it's important to them and i had a lady in one day that it had sat the... it's like stuff their materials only sit on the hold shelf for like a week mm-hmm. and then they go back into circulation because we can't especially something that's high in demand we can't let it sit on the hold right, shelf right. forever and she had waited a day too long. And it was either like she'd forgotten or somebody miscommunicated the day that she was supposed to pick it up. And she was waiting till the last possible day to pick it up. And then she waited one day too long. And when she came in, she was not happy. But, you know, like we worked it out. Everything was okay. She, you said, she didn't here's leave. Where, here's where my house is. She was still is. upset, but she wasn't um, like. You can come to my driveway and just <laughs> log into my internet. <laughs> here's our password. Here's our password. <laughs> but I've, I've enjoyed that challenge that. Yeah. Sometimes it's people are fun. really upset about something. Sometimes it's valid. Sometimes it's not. But, you know. Either way. Yeah, yeah. You, you do the best that's you cool. can to diffuse well, the awesome. situation, try to help them. It's awesome. It's been, so. Well, thanks for uh, coming on. Um, it was a good conversation, guys. Yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, Star Wars is one of my favorite things ever, ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. And I can see why people got so agitated by this. Okay? But... I, it's not all bad. I mean, it's it's oh, not no. the worst thing I've ever seen. It, they did a few things. I go, it would just be easier if you guys would just would have done this and this. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm sure they're trying to draw an o, like build an overall narrative, like something different. But come on, you did. I mean, you know what I'm saying like, but I love uh, Star Wars. It's so much fun. Mm, so very good. It's the greatest ever. So anyway, um, we've got a lot of cool things coming up. Live show coming up on the hundredth episode. We've got another live show that we'll do a live panel at Planet Comic Con that you're going to be Planet part of. Comic-Con. So, am I on that panel? Yes. Okay. Great. I didn't know for sure. Oh, yes. I got to rewatch that. See some nipples. That's great. Bat nipples. <laughs> what she meant? Bat nipples. That's what, that is <laughs> on what I meant. On the bat suit. On Batman and Robin. Kylo Ren's. Oh my gosh. Kylo Ren's or oh, <laughs> or man. bat nipples or worse. <laughs> if you're watching the room, you know, you know. So one of my sons called him nibbles. Nibbles. And I was like, oh gosh. Oh nibbles. <laughs> Nibbles. Nibbles. All right. Well, Laurie, anything else? Uh, I don't think so. Nothing else? Okay. Phil, speak now or forever hold your pizza. Nothing? No. Okay. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Appreciate you very, very much. And uh, remember, 
Uh, just because it's from Hollywood doesn't mean it isn't horrible. Or if you're watching The Last Jedi, it's you know not the best Star Wars movie ever, but uh, definitely not the worst. Uh, maybe to some it is the worst, but uh, if it is, uh, chat us up online at Twitter or at One Horrible Movie, not at Twitter, but at One Horrible Movie on Twitter, and then just at our Facebook page. So, thanks, guys. We'll see you soon. Uh, Happy New Year! The Horror Movie Podcast is heard weekly on great stations like 88.1 KZ88, South Central Missouri's Public Radio, 104.1 Caps Media in Ventura, California, 103.5 WADR, Janesville, Wisconsin, and 105.5 KFGM, Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula. The Horror Movie Podcast is available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at the HorrorMoviePodcast.com. That was the worst 30-second synopsis ever. <laughs> the worst. You didn't even hit any of the major plot points. <laughs> I got... I, I got... You did. You did. I got no, no, no. Her no. hovering over... Are you still recording?